0: Prophesied of a unique time on earth. Israel would be returned to her land, the church would turn to false doctrines, technology would increase, and wickedness and immorality would run rampant. The time spoken of so long ago has come. Join Charlie Garrett as he breaks down these events for us as they unfold each week. Sunday, July 9th, 2017. Time for the prophecy update of the week. Wow, wow. We got uh, somebody to highlight right off the bat today, and um, we just read a poem by him, which is so wonderful. And uh, I I, uh, don't want to include it here because it's a little bit long, but we read it for the congregation, and they really loved it. Wasn't it great? Uh, Great. Good. His name is uh, Mark and his wife, Barbara Bachman, and they're from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. They have uh, four children, aged 23 to 35, and a grandchild on the way. They always believed in Christ, he says, but truly found him three years ago when he read his Bible cover to cover. There you go. The Bible has all kinds of effect on the human soul. Wow, the door was open, he said. Since that time, I've read my Bible cover to cover four times and the New Testament close to 20. I now read it every single day without fail. God gave me much knowledge from his word, but then something else happened, he said. I learned the word rapture from a prophecy video I watched. It was completely new to me. I'd been raised in a traditional church where you got baptized and supposedly one day Jesus would come back and that would be it. I had no idea how much prophecy was in the Bible. I started watching the superior word videos every week. I have limited data on my phone, but you can bet I always save enough data to watch the update. Since that time, I recently wrote Charlie an email not knowing if I would get a response. But to my surprise, he responded. Now, here's, this is the funny part, I email him almost daily and have question after question, and it is true. He emails me almost daily with really intelligent questions. Did you ask the question that's today's sermon? Uh, yes, that was him. That was absolutely him. So he'll get, if he watches the sermon today, then he'll get an answer to it. Mm-hmm. But um, let's see here. He says, I recently asked if I could become a member of the church, and he said that I could. It brought tears to my eyes. I love the Lord, my Savior, Jesus Christ, he says. One of the things that my wife and I believe is giving to those in need. Jesus summed it up when he said, Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love thy neighbor as thyself. In three years, I found the thing that was missing. It was Jesus Christ. By living for him, I now have peace and harmony in my life. Wonderful. Wow. If that's not a most wonderful testimony there. Well, we send our love to you, Mark and uh, Barbara, and I'm going to say that again, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Our first category today is Israel, and from the Jerusalem Post, this is just an interesting article. It says, Can Jewishness be proven with a simple saliva test? A group of experts on genetics and Jewish religious law studying the so-called Jewish gene claimed that the gene can help prove one's Jewishness in line with Jewish religious law. Using a simple sample of saliva can save a long and difficult conversion process. Any person who wishes to be recognized as a Jew, for example, in order to get married in Israel, which can only be done through the chief rabbinate, is required to prove their Jewish roots. In Jewish religious law, only those born to Jewish mothers are considered Jewish. Those who wish to be recognized as Jews must provide proof of Judaism several generations back, and I'm going to get to a point about this right from the Bible in a minute, Uh, in the form of documents such as birth and marriage certificates. This can be a problem for over 400,000 people, especially immigrants, and especially those from the former Soviet Union who don't have the necessary documents. People who cannot prove their Jewish roots are considered as undefined, with applicants having to undergo a long and tedious conversion process that quite a few wish to avoid and many do not complete. In recent years, researchers in Israel and in the world have been studying the mitochondrial DNA structures within the cells that a person receives only from his or her mother. We can find the gene with a simple blood or saliva test. As soon as you find the mitochondrial DNA gene in a person, this serves as a considerable piece of evidence improving his Jewish roots. And uh, they're looking for something that uh, is already found in the Bible in a different form. And I thought I'd read it to you because it's very interesting. Um, You know, if you uh, don't get into the book of Ezra, you're never going to know this. It's one of those kind of books that people kind of read through and they, they avoid Um, You know, studying deeply, but in Ezra 2, it says um, in verse 59, and these were the ones who came up from Tel Melah, Tel Harsha, Cherub, Adan, and Emer. But they could not identify their father's house or their genealogy, whether they were of Israel. To the sons of Delaiah, the sons of Tobiah, the sons of Nakoda, 652, um, gives a couple of uh, uh, more names, Barzillai and uh, the daughters of Barzilla, the Gileadite, goes on a few more. It says in verse 62, these sought their listings among those who were registered by genealogy, but they were not found, therefore they were excluded from the priesthood as defiled verse sixty three and the Governor said to them that they should not eat of the most holy things till a priest could consult with the Urim and Thummim, in other words, they used to have the Urim and Thummim in Israel, which could uh, it was like throwing a type of lot nobody 's exactly sure how it worked. Uh, they could give very detailed answers, as is uh, evident from the life of King David, where it actually told him some things that were just amazing in detail but By uh, casting the Urim and Thummim, they would be able to identify who is Jewish and who is not. They don't have that anymore, but now they have DNA. So the Lord is always providing a way for the Jews to validate who they are in order to meet these requirements. Now, obviously, in the Bible, the father determined Jewishness. Nowadays, it is the mother. There's probably a reason for that. Uh, you know, mother's uh, DNA probably travels more readily or something, and the Lord wanted to preserve that. I'm not a specialist on those things, but it is very interesting to me. I have another verse that uh, has come to mind, and we'll go there really quick, see if we can get to that. And uh, um, uh, It's just to me, it's one of the very amazing things that the Lord has preserved his people, and he has determined ways of validating them as Jews For his own sovereign purpose. Um, Oh, yeah, this is um, what I was thinking of here. For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God. Now, Gentiles will say, see, these people are not Jews because they're not circumcised in the heart. Okay, And they use that verse that Paul has just written to us, that I've read you from Paul's hand, um, as a statement that says, see, they are not Jews. That is not what Paul is trying to relay to them. A Jew is a Jew is a Jew. A Gentile does not become a Jew when he is circumcised in the heart and receives Jesus Christ. A true Jew is one who is circumcised in the heart, but who is also of the lineage of the Jews. You cannot be a Jew simply by ...receiving Jesus Christ and being circumcised in the heart. You will always be a Gentile. A true Jew is a Jew who is by blood and by lineage, but also who has received Jesus Christ. Okay, People try to say that these people are imposters because of Romans 2. They are not. They are the descendants of the Jewish people who are scattered around the world... ...under punishment until the time the fullness of the Gentiles is complete. And then they will again be in the spotlight in the world... God is setting that up, even with the saliva test right here. But a Jew is a Jew. They do not become un-Jewish or un-Israeli because they don't receive Jesus. But they become a true Jew, a completed Jew, by receiving Jesus Christ. Okay? So there are two things going on. There is the lineage of the people, the genetic lineage, and then there is the receiving of Christ to become that circumcised Jew. And he even makes a pun in there when he says this. But he is a Jew who is one Inwardly And circumcision is of the heart. He goes on in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God. And the word praise in Hebrew is basically Jew. It's the, the tribe of Judah means praise. And so he's making a pun. A person from the tribe of Judah is a Jew if he has received Jesus Christ. Other than that, he's a descendant of Israel waiting to be completed or being separated from God the Father because he failed to receive Jesus but it's a very interesting thing that's going on. We had the Urman and Thummim, Now we have DNA. Great stuff. Okay, so let's go on. From Mail Online, <clears throat> Jewish nurse breastfeeds, I'm sure everybody saw this in the uh, news, whatever you read, breastfeeds a Palestinian baby boy after his mother is seriously hurt in a car crash in Israel. Okay. Ula Ostrowski Zak found tiny Yamam Abu Ramila wouldn't take milk from the bottle. His mother was injured and his father was killed in a car crash. He was taken to Hadassah Ein Kerem Hospital in Ein Kerem, central Israel. She tried for seven hours to get the nine-month-old Yaman Abu Ramila to take milk from a bottle before deciding to feed him herself. She said his aunts were surprised that a Jew agreed to breastfeed him. But I told him that any mother would do it. Has everybody heard this in all of the news services around? Well, neither did I. Had to go to Mail Online. I fed uh, five times. His aunts embraced me and thanked me. They were really surprised. The mother, the love of a mother, or a surrogate mother in this case, to take care of a human child transcends all things, doesn't it? From the Times of Israel. UCC, which is the United Church of Christ, condemns Israel for treatment of Phakistinian children. Just had a perfect example that that is not true, right? And we have dozens and dozens of other examples of Israel taking care of the children over there better than they take care of themselves. What do they do? They strap bombs on their little children and they send them off and blow up Jews. Okay, it's the Jews who take care of the Palestinians when it's necessary. The United Church of Christ overwhelmingly approved a resolution condemning Israel for its treatment of Palestinian children living in the West Bank, eastern Jerusalem, in Gaza. The vote was 79% in favor. That is 79% of people that have no idea about what's going on in the world. Zero. 13% against and nine abstaining. The resolution calls on Israel to exercise an absolute prohibition against torture and ill treatment of detained children. As if that's a problem over there. It also calls on the U.S. to withhold military assistance from Israel over what the church says are violations of human rights in its treatment of Palestinian children. Mm-hmm. The resolution says the churches and members must learn about the plight of children in Palestine and the state of Israel. The church says on its website that it has over 5,000 congregations and nearly 1 million members across the United States, represented by 79% of their elders that have no idea what they're talking about zero. Okay. It's yeah, it must be a yeah, exactly. It must be a different Christ or something going on there. From Virtual Jerusalem, the US greenlights more Israel defense aid. The House Appropriations Committee and the House and Senate Armed Services Committees advanced US Israel missile defense assistance and cooperation in the 2018 Defense Appropriations and Authorizations bills. These committees provided a total of $705 million for research and development and procurement funding for the Iron Dome, David Sling, Arrow 2, and Arrow 3. U.S.-Israel Cooperative Missile Defense Systems. The funding represents $558 million increase from the President Trump's budget request for those programs. So they went way above and beyond what even our president asked. And $105 million over last year's adopted funding level. Good job, United States Congress. From the Tower, if this is not the irony of ironies, London Mayor seeks Israeli security expertise after a wave of terrorist attacks. (laughs) There you go. That's the irony of ironies to me. All right, from Christian News today, I want to give you an update of what's going on in the Philippines and with Asia. Okay, um, four more brave Marines ambushed yesterday. Three died on the spot. The fourth rushed to Iligan, called his mother to tell her how much he loved her before dying in the ambulance. They are fighting insurgents over there. The Muslims are ruthless. They're brutal. And uh, it's very sad that these Marines are dying, but they have Bibles in their hands because of the people that have sent in money to take care of these uh, wonderful soldiers and Marines, I should say. He says that takes the total to 84, such a terrible waste of life, murdered by vermin. We will be sending you pictures of us ministering to the troops, heart-rending stuff with lots of tears as their emotions pour out for their killed and wounded buddies. And then he uh, sent me another email later. He says, confirming more money that was sent this week received in our PayPal account. We will be using this money towards the purchase of 125 rainwater ponchos. We're experiencing torrential tropical storms, and the checkpoint details have been saturated to the skin. They've been standing out in the rain Freezing in the Philippines because – and so they're going to take care of all the checkpoint officers because of people helping him through the superior word, of which I'm so grateful. And I can tell you that you can get cold very easily in the rain. Case in point, it was, what, 95 degrees yesterday. We were out doing mission work in pouring rain. We were walking around, and by the time we got done, my hair was standing up all over, and we went to IHOP. In the middle of summer, I had hot chocolate. I I was really, really cold. Yeah. So these guys are being helped with these ponchos. Um, He says um, uh, about them being standing in the rain, saturated to the skin. He said, such a shame to see them shivering and soaking wet. I think their eyes will light up tomorrow when we take them out and present them. And listen to this. We will get some pictures of the presentation for you. Each poncho has been labeled with love from Amazing Grace, his ministry, and the Superior Word Church in Sarasota, Florida. So if you tell Rick about that, Rick, that's a good idea. Maybe he can help somehow. I don't know if he can because it's, uh, uh, that, that's a very good idea. Remind me of that. What he's saying is we have a person that handles every poncho that is sold at any Disney World or Disney uh, uh, attraction anywhere in the world. He has every single contract for it. And so he's a person that does ministry with us in the projects every week um, that he's here. He's here just about five or six months a year, and he never, never misses. This guy, is he is such a wonderful soul. But maybe he can get us some ponchos and have them sent over. I don't know. Uh, we'll see about that. Then we have from Pastor Itty in uh, India. He said, praise God, the surgery went well. The doctors were surprised to see her blood pressure and HB, whatever that is, normal. And it uh, led us to share the gospel with the doctors. Good job. One of the senior doctors invited us to pray for his wife, who is suffering from cysts in her uterus. God is great. Thank you all for the support and prayers. Words cannot express how much it means to me. I sent him more money on Thursday, and he actually emailed. He says, I'm, I'm literally streaming with tears right now it, because the bills may not have been uh, met for her aftercare. We don't know. More people have sent money, which I will send on again this week. So thank everybody that has helped these two causes. It, it is so wonderful to know um from Christian News today Christian geologist sues National Park Service for denying request to conduct research in the Grand Canyon they would not let him do it he is an actual geologist and they wouldn't because he has a christian agenda that was back on 515 i've been saving that article hoping to see more this week Creationist who sued the Grand Canyon for religious discrimination after being denied the right to remove 60 rocks has emerged victorious after authorities caved into his request. Dr. Andrew Snelling, obviously not a dummy, has dropped the lawsuit against the Grand Canyon. He was denied the right to remove 50 to 60 fist sized rocks for research in 2013. He has obtained his research permit, and only 80 are given annually. A Christian legal advocacy group filed the lawsuit on behalf of Dr. Snelling. Research in the 1.84 billion-year-old landmark is highly restricted. Well, I would think that they have their uh, dating off by several billion years, but that's just me. I'm a young earth creationist. I believe that the Bible does not authorize any other interpretation of it. If I'm wrong, hey, I've lost nothing. If I'm correct, I'm sorry, if I'm correct, I've lost nothing. If I'm wrong, I have not accepted the word of the Lord as it is written. I assure you that when uh, Jesus speaks of Noah and the flood, he speaks of a real Noah in a real flood. When he speaks of Abel, there must have been a Adam, right? These things are, cannot be denied. And when Jesus speaks of the creation accounts in the Bible, he speaks of them as the word of God and authoritative. I will never diminish this word by saying that we are uh, under an evolutionary model of any kind. Now, Like I said, if I'm wrong, nothing lost. If I'm right, then everything is gained. Maybe I said that wrong. If I'm right, I want to make sure I get that right. If I am correct on this, then there is nothing lost. But if I am wrong, then there is a problem. Yeah, I want to make sure I got that right because I don't want to stand before the Lord and say, I didn't trust your word as it's written, which is pretty clear and plain based on the words of Jesus, especially, but even from the Old Testament, you read it and it it just Fits the pattern perfectly. Sorry about being confused on that, but I just don't want to give you the wrong wording, yes? Science. Yes, yeah, science supports it as well, no doubt about it. Okay, from Breitbart um, University considers removal of Bibles and crosses from its chapel. Um, East Central University announcing it was putting a halt to remove its religious articles, such as Bibles and crosses, from its Catherine P. Boswell Memorial Chapel and Steeple until receiving feedback from students and faculty. I'm glad they're doing that. The school began removing the religious items after receiving a complaint from the Americans United for Separation of Church and State. So they are going to at least halt this and hopefully, hopefully not do it. Is it over or of or from? What are you saying? Uh, separation. Yeah, separation from church and state. No, it doesn't say that. Let's see here. Charisma. The Bible is an actual classroom textbook again. That's in the state of Kentucky. Wow. Kentucky Governor Matt Bevan has signed into law a bill that makes the Bible-based classes available in public schools. Wow. HB 128 was adopted by the state house on an 80 80- to 14 vote after uh, Republicans easily defeated a Democrat amendment that would have removed references to the Bible and replaced it with various religious texts of the many religions practiced in the commonwealth. Thank God that they have a Republican majority there and that they brushed those demon craps aside. The Senate approved the bill by a 34 to 4 margin. The bill states to require the Kentucky Board of Education to promulgate administrative regulations to establish an elective social studies course on the Hebrew Scriptures, Old Testament of the Bible, the New Testament, or a combination of the Hebrew Scriptures and the New Testament of the Bible. Require that the course provide to students knowledge of biblical content, characters, Poetry and narratives that are prerequisites to understanding contemporary society and culture, including literature, art, music, mores, oratory and public policy permit students to use various translations of the Bible For the course, they have acknowledged in one sentence that everything which our society is based on is founded on the Bible. They went through um, what was it contemporary society and culture, literature, art, music, mores, oratory, and public policy. Kentucky knows what's going on. They have no doubt what's going on in the world, and they are supporting having the Bible back in to school. I, you know, we'll see. Somebody will sue them, I'm sure, within the next thirty minutes, and uh, it'll be challenged. But they have passed this law, and it will stand. I'm certain of it. From Islam, this is entitled "They've had it, we have it, they want it." Okay, from Mail Online. Paris gets an app warning people if they are in a no-go zone and giving live alerts of sexual assaults. These people have had it. Dozens of people have already downloaded No-Go Zone. Designers say the app is meant to let people know if they are in imminent danger. The app also aims to give people information on the areas of the capital to avoid. From Zero Hedge, leaked police report exposes 23 Muslim-controlled no-go zones in Sweden, plagued with violence, sexual assaults, and gun crimes. Once again, they've had it. Though European leaders and their U.S.-based counterparts have vehemently denied their existence, A leaked report from the Swedish police confirms that there are at least 23 Muslim-controlled no-go zones and some 60 vulnerable areas where non-Muslim citizens can no longer visit safely. The areas are plagued with violence, sexual assaults and gun crimes, the things that have gotten so bad that police and emergency services personnel refuse to enter. As one angry foreigner from Sweden previously explained, it is now taboo in Sweden to take pride in one's country and culture noting that by doing so, you are considered a racist. The fact that the Western and Islamic culture sit on two completely different sides of the spectrum, and while the West has welcomed millions of refugees over the last several years, the same doesn't appear to be true for the migrants. Hence the clash of civilizations. Hence the clash of civilizations. Mm-hmm. From Christian Post, FBI investigating 1,000 ISIS-related terror threats in all 50 states. We have it. We haven't had it, but we have it. From Front Page Mag, is is Lombard, New York, stocking up on heavy weapons? Did this make any of the major news that you've read? I haven't read it. A longtime associate of U.S.-based Islamist terrorist organization, Muslims of America, or MOA, has been arrested in Johnson City, New York. Authorities discovered that he had a large cache of weapons inside a storage locker. Nothing to see here. Move on. A source inside the MOA says that they were intended for the group's Islamburg headquarters in Hancock, New York. Abdullah was arrested after trying to steal four boxes of ammo from a local Gander Mountain store. When police questioned him about the purpose of the ammo, his answers made them suspicious, and they obtained a search warrant for a storage locker he was renting in the town of Union. During that search, police found a large assortment of weaponry, including eight assault weapons, four loaded handguns, one loaded shotgun, Two rifles, 64 high-capacity ammo-feeding devices, flak jackets, 1,000 rounds of ammo, including 50 caliber armor-piercing rounds. Nothing to see here. Move on. The uh, Pakistan-based spiritual leader of MOA told... Top MOA officials to order all unarmed members to obtain firearms, licenses, and hunting permits in order to resist raids on the group's approximately 22 compounds that they expect to happen under the Trump administration. Additional security was also called up and assault rifles have been mentioned as desirable. The group now expects the FBI to reopen its case against them as homegrown terrorist organization. You think the um, MOA refers to its compounds as Islamic villages with its headquarters in New York, known as Islamberg. MOA has a history of terrorist and criminal activity. Once again, we have it. And then from Jihad watch, they want it. The Royal Australian Navy is advertising for devout Muslims. What could possibly go wrong there? It is so desperate to secure their services that it is even kitting out mini mosques on every base for them. Presumably, they get space at sea to pray as well. This pro-Islamic attitude is far different from the one shown towards defense members who are Christian Here is an excerpt from a letter sent to me by the former Chief of Defense Force, Lieutenant General David Hurley, about my expression of my Catholic faith. This much is clear. The ADF hierarchy will sack defense members for expressing Christian beliefs, regardless of whether they are on duty or in uniform, and they will actively recruit Muslims to set aside workspaces so that they can pray It is a blatant case of double standards and hypocrisy. We went through that for eight years. We kicked that guy out. We've got somebody that is not going to allow this nonsense to continue. But Austria or Australia seems to want it. It's terrible, terrible. Mongolia update this week from Reuters. Moody's changes outlook on Mongolia banking system to stable. Changes to stable from negative. Outlook indicates expectation for how bank creditworthiness will evolve in the country over the next 12 to 18 months. Moody's baseline scenario assumes a marginal decline of 0.2% in real GDP growth for Mongolia in 2017. Moody's forecasts real GDP growth for Mongolia of 1.8% in 2018 based on economic program between the IMF and the government of Mongolia to lead to less challenging operating environment. So things are on the up and up for Mongolia. Good stuff. Daniel 12 Technology today, Mail Online. Researchers discover how ladybugs... Fold their wings and say the intricate mechanism could revolutionize everything from umbrellas to satellites. Now, I've said this many times in the past through lots of articles that if you look to nature, you will find an answer to the pressing problems that you face. The chainsaw was designed based on uh, a certain bug that eats just like the, the teeth of the chainsaw, and we use it to this day. This guy was trying to figure out how to cut wood more efficiently, they went to nature. We have the same thing again and again with things, how to fix our eyes, how to make telescopes. Everything comes from some little creature that God has created that gives us information. There we go. Ladybugs take just .1 seconds to open their wings from a fully folded state. They have four wings called elytra, the hard red structure with spots. The Elytra covered the soft membrane hind wings when the ladybugs aren't flying. Researchers constructed a transparent artificial Elytron and transplanted it onto the spotted ladybug to better study the folding motion using high-speed cameras. They found that ladybugs have curved, crease line shapes in their hind wing veins, like carpenter tape, to help support the wings and make them bendable. The technique could be applied to structures ranging from satellite antennas and aircraft to microscopic medical equipment and even umbrellas and fans, all because they studied the ladybug. Amazing. From Futurism, super light wearable tech that dissolves in vinegar. You want your uh, stuff on your arm so you can send a, a note to your girlfriend through your iPad or something? It's wearable tech. But the wearable tech is leading into other things. You'll see the Stanford University, in this era where discarded devices create millions of tons of electronic waste each year, the need for biodegradable tech felt pressing to the team. The concept of a biogradable wearable also solves the privacy problem we face as we discard old devices in favor of new ones, hoping that whatever measures we took to erase our old data were effective to prevent it from falling into the hands of strangers. The decomposing polymer is one of the thinnest, lightest electronic devices that's ever been created. The team synthesized the biodegradable semiconductor using a molecule extracted from tattoo ink and fabricated a base by weaving plant fibers into a new extra thin film and embedding the electronics inside that structure. When placed in vinegar or even a less acidic solution, the whole thing melts away entirely within 30 days. So pretty soon they'll take this wearable electronics and they'll be able to put them into regular electronic devices. And when you get done, you just throw them into a bucket of vinegar. It'll dissolve and nobody will be able to steal your secrets. But they have other ways of doing that. So, All right, from Mail Online, this is just very cool. Came out this week, the spacecraft that could save the Earth. NASA's DART mission will crash into an asteroid at speeds nine times faster than a bullet to knock it off course. DART would fly to Didymus, 6.8 million miles from Earth. refrigerator-sized spacecraft would strike the smaller body at high speed, will impact nine times faster than a bullet, approximately 3.7 miles per second. So they're going to try it on this little uh, asteroid called Didymus just to see if it'll actually move it. And I was thinking about this. Wouldn't it be terrible if they hit Diddy Musk and Diddy Mus made a beeline for this America or, you know, the world and took us out? It could backfire on us pretty badly, but whatever. Anyway, from Revelation Plagues Today, Zero Hedge. Uh, We were talking about the uh, snowfall that ruined the the crops in um, Kansas a couple weeks ago. The guy did that report that I read you and... He was like, buy on grains, right? He says, everything's been going fine for so long. Don't trust me, but that's what I'm doing. Well, we had that one a week after he published that article. Listen to this. Dakota drought, they've got too much rain down in Kansas. The Dakotas, too much drought. It sparks the biggest spring wheat price spike in seven years futures soared as much as 8.5%, the most intraday since 2010, after Canada cut its planning outlook and drought conditions expand in the United States' growing states. Prices are up 31% in June. That guy's probably making millions right now, um, beating the grains for 80 other commodities tracked by Bloomberg. The northern U.S. has been plagued by dryness this year, and conditions for the domestic spring wheat crop are the worst for this time since 1988. Now traders are eyeing a smaller crop in Canada, too. The country's government cut its outlook for the total wheat acreage more than analysts expected and said canola plantings will top grain for the first time Ever, Data released Thursday by the U.S. Drought Monitor shows that more than 90% of the two states was in drought with severe or extreme conditions in dozens of counties. So if this continues and the rapture happens today, you can see the world's just going to... We're the breadbasket of the world. I mean, you've got other spots that have a lot of grain, Russia, but we really are it. And so uh, things could really devolve quickly if if the tribulation starts. Just keep an eye on it. From The Guardian antibiotic shortage puts patients at risk. Doctors fear a major shortage of one of the most widely used hospital antibiotics is putting patients at risk. There's an international shortage of an antibiotic and antibacterial combination drug, uh, known by the name of tezosin. Is that right? Anybody heard of it? Tezosin, which is usually used intravenously in intensive care. So if you're in the hospital in intensive care and you need to, uh, to make sure you don't catch sepsis or something, this is used. Well, they have a shortage on it, so if you're in intensive care right now, you might be punching your ticket. It also is used to treat a wide variety of conditions including cystic fibrosis, pneumonia, urinary tract infections, diabetic foot infections, and neutropenic sepsis, a life-threatening condition that can arise in those receiving anti-cancer treatment. So very serious. I mean, really serious. And from the Huffington Post, brain-eating amoeba is found in Louisiana tap water. People warned to avoid water in their noses. Traces of... Negleria. I can't even pronounce that, Fowleria. Anyway, it's this funny word. A single-celled organism that can cause a rare but fatal brain disease was found during routine water testing at Owachita's Parish North Monroe Water System and Terrebonne Parish's Shriver Water System. Health officials assured residents that tap water in these parishes is still safe to drink, but warned people to avoid getting any in their noses. Uh, this funny pronounced thing, infections occur when contaminated water enters the nose and the amoeba travels to the brain where it destroys brain tissue, a disease known as primary amoebic meningioencephalitis, or PAM. So... Entering the world of zombie-eating brain monsters or something. That's terrible. Um, morality today. A couple titles here for you from the Washington Times. Oregon House Democrats pass a bill providing free abortions for all, including illegal aliens. Yes. From So if you're in Oregon, your tax dollars are now going to pay for this. From Ynet, this is Israel. Lesbian spouses to be recognized as parents from birth. From LifeSight, Nancy Pelosi, Republicans are dishonoring God by trying to defund Planned Parenthood. Yes. And then from Wynet, German Parliament approves same-sex marriage. I don't know if you heard about that, but that would, they had been debating it. They approved it. And then from the Washington Post, on the eve of deadline, Pentagon delays plan to allow transgender recruits by six months. So they stopped this transgender thing that was coming in. It's been delayed by six months. The world is up in arms over this. I read several articles where they say this is unexcusable. There's no need for it. I would say there's a huge need for it. If you know the God of the Bible, there's a giant need for it. Anyway, from Mail Online, wombs for men. Astonishing prospect as fertility doctors back operations on the NHS, which is Britain's health system, so transgender women born as boys can have babies. And my thought was this. When you have people that want to have wombs, that's one thing. But when you have actual doctors, doctors that are willing to do something like that, that shows you the, the level of perversion which has entered into the medical system I I, I can't even imagine. That's in England. But that'll be coming here if we get another person like Obama in office. So the uh, the British health will not let that child come. That's right. The British health system will not let that boy come to America to be rescued and to have a normal life if it can happen. But they want to give men wombs so that they can now be women and have children. It makes no sense. Anyway, from the uh, son, newborn baby. Maybe the, this has made all of the news services they're very proud about it but if you haven't heard it I still want to read it newborn baby may be the first to be registered gender unknown a brand new baby they're not going to give it a gender because its mother insists the uh, that only the tot can decide what sex it wants to be so the mother says don't give it a gender because I want it to decide on its own can you imagine that? that person should uh, terrible yes A parent who identifies as non-binary trans person is demanding their baby, listen to the pronouns here, um, is given the world's first gender unknown birth certificate. Dodie, who prefers to be referred to as they rather than he or she, told CBS they are raising Cyril in such a way that until they have the sense of self and command of vocabulary to tell me who they are, they added, I'm recognizing them as a baby and trying to give them all the love. I'm trying to support my baby by being a complete imbecile. It's just crazy. By giving them all the love and support, the most whole person that they can be outside of the restrictions that come with the boy box and the girl box. It's just stupid. <laughs> Dodie is trying to get British Columbia to issue the child with a birth certificate, which does not have a gender marker. Absolutely crazy. These absolutely crazy people. Yeah. All right, our other category. I, I just It's unreal. The whole world is just like, I've got to do the next thing to show how completely mental I am. The challenge. The how challenge. Can they that's right. From, uh, it's Genesis 6 is what it is. The world has led into wickedness, more wickedness, until the Lord says there is no remedy. And that's where we're heading. From the other category, Science Times, I've given you a couple nature things in the past week. Here's another one. Very nice. Scientists found a new species of terrestrial crab in Hong Kong that can climb trees. It's not a a sea crab. It's actually found on land. It's been often thought that crabs could only live in water. But these new findings had changed everyone's conventional conception. This terrestrial crab can climb trees. Scientists found this species on the eastern coast of Hong Kong. Pretty cool. From Breitbart... Trump cuts White House budget, saves American taxpayer $22 million. Just the White House budget. Okay, the savings come from a cut in the amount spent on Mushel's budget as First Lady and end to the large number of SARS and so-called fellowships that Obama employed and a smaller White House workforce. You know what? Judgment starts at the House of the Lord, and in Trump's mind, reduction starts at the House of Government. He's, he's doing what he said he would do. Mail online. NATO allies, excluding the U.S., will increase defense spending by 4.3% in victory for Trump after he warned member states must finally contribute their fair share. I brought that up, what, a month ago? They caved. They're going to pay their bills. Mail online. Germany and the United States are no longer friends. Yes, Angela Merkel changes wording in her election campaign to say Berlin and Washington are only partners in response to Trump's attack on her insane policies. (laughs) Chancellor Merkel released their campaign program for the German election. Previous program referred to the U.S. as Germany's most important friend. Wording has been changed from friend to most important partner. And I would like to say Deutschland du bist Mein Freund, especially my friend uh, uh, Lothar over there and those that are with them. We still love you, our German friends. From Zero Hedge, North Korea launches its first ever ICBM. It can reach Alaska. I know you've heard that. I just want to remind you of that. You wonder why Trump is so adamant about taking action and the rest of the world is sitting there twiddling their fingers. We've got a loose cannon with nuclear capabilities and something that can now reach Alaska which I think would mean that it can reach Hawaii too. I don't know that. But if it can reach Hawaii, that's very, very bad. And plus, if it can reach Alaska, it can reach Japan. And Japan is our closest ally in the Middle East, or I'm sorry, in the Far East. So we need to understand that this is a very dangerous guy. He's a lunatic, and he needs to be taken out. From CNBC, um, Yellen, in charge of the Fed, Yellen Yellen says banks are very much stronger. Another financial crisis is not likely in our lifetime. Ah. She made a bold prediction that another financial crisis, uh, the likes of one that exploded in 2008, was not likely in our lifetime. The crisis, which erupted in September 2008 with the implosion of Lehman Brothers, but had been stewing for years, would have been worse than the Great Depression without the Fed's intervention, Yellen said. Just so you know, I I don't think we have... Two years, much less a lifetime. I could be completely wrong. I'm not an economist by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't know how we can survive with billions and trillions of dollars of debt. I just don't know how we can do it. So we'll see. Anyway, and if if not, then I hope somebody will remind the press to report that article and say what she said, okay, from Reuters. This is just kind of interesting. I am not one ever to speculate on who the Antichrist is, okay? That's not smart. The Bible says that we're not going to know he will be revealed after the rapture that's 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 we are not going to know but this guy is a good picture of what the antichrist might be like so i'm going to read this and i'm not speculating that he is the antichrist i went online and there's video after video of people saying this is the antichrist We have no idea. They've been doing this now since, you know, the 1800s. They've been saying, well, this guy's the Antichrist, and Reagan was the Antichrist, and then, you know, this guy. It it, it just goes on and on. It's nonsense. We're not going to know, but it's still interesting. From uh, Reuters, in the Sun King's Palace, which is um, in France, it's called the Sun King's Palace, that king that was the famous one, he called himself the Sun King. So in the Sun King's Palace, Macron threatens to ram through parliament reform. Okay, Macron himself has said that he plans a Jupitarian presidency, equating himself with God, uh, uh, the, the God Jupiter, a God, not the God, as a remote, dignified figure like the Roman god of gods who weighs his rare pronouncements carefully. It would be a marked break from his unpopular and often mocked predecessor, Francois Holland, man of the people style, okay? So just so you know, it's very interesting. He is being equated to a god already. He's in the Sun King's palace. Somebody sent out one of these memes that tells what his name means. His name is Emmanuel, okay? Emmanuel means God with us. His middle name is Jean or Jean or however you pronounce it in France, and it's something like God is gracious or God is willing, okay? His last name, they blew it. The name is Macron, okay? And what they said is it says uh, the name Macron or macron or however you pronounce it means a mark. That is incorrect. It is a mark. It means long. The little thing that goes over the O when you want to say O instead of A, that is a macron, okay? It makes a vowel long. It does not mean mark. So if you get that meme and somebody says, look, this is the Antichrist, you can say, that's incorrect. Anyway, just so you know, it is interesting that we are comparing European leaders to God now, okay? Because there is going to be a European leader who will come out and he will proclaim himself God in the temple in Jerusalem. Yes, yeah, we yeah, we as in the world, not we as Christians. Um, got a lesserric for you. It's time for the Christians to win one fight in the world war of sin. Kentucky, the state has opened the gate. The Bible is legal again. Good job. Wonderful stuff, Les. Okay, and then um, before we get to our irony of the week, I want to uh, let you know that as I do each week, I'm going to put a link to Sergio's new travel video. Okay, I do this every week. I haven't announced it for a couple weeks, and I meant to do it, but this one is very, very good. It is, in my opinion, the best one yet, and yet they completely botched their trip. You You will enjoy it. You, it made me cry. I want you to know that. So it, was, it, it is a very, very good video. And when you see why the trip was botched, your heart is just going to be pulled, and you're just going to go, oh, just like you just did a second ago. Okay, so our irony of the week uh, from NextGov. Uh, this is not surprising. It's very ironic, but it's not surprising. In era of Russian hacks, the U.S. is still installing Russian software on government systems. Yes. And then from the independent health blogger Zong, it's it's precious. I, she lived, so don't don't get crazy on it. She's this health blogger, and she eats all these crazy foods on uh, the yeah, video that she's filming for YouTube. Health blogger Zong poisons herself with agave plant after mistaking it for aloe vera. Oh yeah. Gosh. Yeah, that's ironic. So such is the world we live in. And from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, and um, how do I pronounce that? Murfreesboro? Anybody? Murfreesboro. Mur- Murfreesboro. I don't know. Whatever. It's, it's spelled funny. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm Charlie Garrett. This is the Superior Word, and that is your proxy update for the week.